Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Balasita, who's on the line. Good morning, Balasita. Happy Wednesdays, Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael, and happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Good morning, Balasita. Grateful Deborah Evans. Good happy morning, Grateful. <laughs> Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you. You, too. Thank you. God bless you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Hey, good morning, Valuable. It's Moxie. How you doing? Happy Wednesday. Great. Happy Wednesday, Moxie. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who's on the line? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Prosperous. Good morning, Prosperous. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, V times two. This is Bubbly. Happy Wednesday. 
Happy winter, bubbly. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined? Good morning. This Eva. May it Yes, he does. Thank you so much. Happy Wednesday to you as well. And you're right. God's got our back all the time. (laughs) Good to hear your voice, Sister Yvonne. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Felicita. This is Cynthia. How you doing? I'm doing great, Cynthia. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Felicita. This is Valerie. How are you? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Valerie. I'm doing great. Thank can you, you can you put me on the prayer list? <laughs> yes, Thank I you. can. Let me grab a pen real quick. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, my health. I've not been feeling well, so thank you. We most certainly will be praying for you. Thank you for letting us know. Thank you. I look, um, could you also, hello? Yes. Yes, I, y'all would like to um, add to the prayer list also, and I hope this is my, um, for my kids. There are, are two dogs with, um, witnessing yesterday, and they just, my son has been looking so sad. We just pray for his little heart. Okay. You you said your two kids, you want us to pray for what, Moxie? My two dogs were missing yesterday, and so just keep my my kids with it. They they really love that. Oh. They love their dogs. So yeah, they both oh. were missing at the time. So yeah. Okay. Got it. Thank you for letting us know. At first, I wasn't gonna say nothing. I was like, you know, what moment? It's more important stuff to pray for. So I was like, nope, I'm gonna ask. Good. I'm glad you did. (laughs) Thank you for letting us know. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valuable. It's Rochelle. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Is Good there morning. Anyone? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead and sing. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's Sister Tracy. Good morning and happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Sister Tracy. Love hearing your voice. (laughs) 
Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Yes, good morning. I wish I could sing like Sister Tracy this morning. <laughs> and I, I don't feel completely rested, but happy Wednesday. God bless you. This is Soulful Sylvia. All right, Soulful Sylvia. Good morning and happy Wednesday. <laughs> okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to continue joining us daily during May, where our new monthly theme is entitled Grace. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding the grace that God has extended to us through Christ, our Savior and Lord. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. DeclareVictory.org or through your PayPal account at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through your cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in him. There are no new prayer requests from the app. However, we do have two spoken prayer requests. The first is from Sister Valerie and she's asking for prayer for her health. She has not been feeling well. Let's lift her up. And also Moxie Mona um, is requesting prayer for her kids. Um, two of their dogs went missing, and the kids are really um, sad. So let's keep them lifted up. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion, and then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Titus chapter 2, verse 11. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you for waking us up this morning. Father, we thank you for the blessing of allowing us to see another day. We thank you for the areas in which your grace has been evident over our lives. God, we thank you for shelter, for food. God, we thank you for areas of provision that are so automatic that we don't even 
think about it. We just thank you for how good you are to us and how merciful you are to us and how kind you are to us, not even on a daily basis, but moment by moment. We thank you, God, that your grace is a vehicle that takes us throughout our day. We bless you because you're so thoughtful. You're so mindful of us. God, we thank you even in this moment that your ways are not our ways and your thoughts are not our thoughts. We're not Think about your grace and how all-encompassing it is. It is overwhelming that you are so mindful of us and how strategic you are and how you weave your plans of grace for our lives together. And it leaves me in complete awe of how awesome and amazing and wonderful you are. So before we come before your throne with petitions this morning, we come, God, with a heart full of gratitude and thanksgiving because you are so, so, so good. You're so kind. You're so merciful, God. You are amazing. If you could please put your phone on mute until it's time for corporate prayer, that would be awesome. God, we just bless you even for the ability to lay down and rest in you last night, knowing that you had everything under control. We thank you for keeping us safe from hurt, harm, and danger. We thank you for keeping us safe from random mayhem and foolishness. We thank you, God, for keeping us from calamity, from just all of the things that we turn on the news and we watch and we say, oh my God, have mercy. God, we realize that if it had not been for your hand of protection, that would be our story. If it had not been for your hand of grace, holding back the enemy, God, that will be our testimony. But on today, we can say how awesome and amazing you are because it could have been us so many times. And in reality, God, when we think about the things that we caused and we set in motion in our own lives, it probably should have been us, but all for grace. On today, we stand in awe of grace. Hallelujah. And our ask is that the same grace that you give to us, that we would be able to turn around and give it to somebody else. I'm talking about unmerited favor. I'm talking about, oh, my God, giving people the things that they don't deserve simply because we serve a God that is gracious and kind. So on this morning, God, we come before you standing in the gap for those who are in need of prayer this morning, those, God, who have petitions that have been spoken, those who have petitions that haven't been spoken simply because they don't have the words. I thank you that you are a God of tears. I thank you that you can interpret the tears. I thank you that you are a God of groans and that you know the moans of our heart. And I thank you for your Holy Spirit that sits, oh, God, and makes intercession for us. I thank you for your son Jesus on this morning who came and gave his life so that we could have a right not only to the tree of life, but that we could have access to you. I thank you, God, that there's no longer a veil between us and that we can come boldly before the throne of grace and obtain mercy. Hallelujah. In times of need, I just thank you for how you set it all in motion. You knew that we would need to come boldly. Oh, God, daily and moment by moment, and you made it so that we would have an access to you, God. I thank you. Hallelujah. I thank you. So, Father, this morning, we lift up those that are sick. Hallelujah. We lift up those that are shut in. We lift up India to you. Hallelujah. Knowing that you are God of 
every nation. And so I lift that nation up to you, God, and I ask that you would do what only you can do, and that's heal the land. I pray for the Christians that are in India. I pray for Christian Indians right now, God, that you would give them the strength and the tenacity to stand. Your word says, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves. We stand with the Christians in India that are calling on you to heal like only you can heal. You are the great physician. You are the inoculating vaccine. And so, God, we ask that you would heal in the name of Jesus. Hold back the hand of the virus so that they can recover. We pray for the hospital staff that are overwhelmed. We pray for the doctors and the nurses. Father, we ask that you would send a miracle. Because we realize that, God, what happens over there affects us over here. And your word says that you're concerned about all of your people. And so we lift up our brothers and sisters in India on today. Father, we lift up every victim of mass shootings on today. We lift up those that are suffering from PTSD because of encounters with law enforcement, because of encounters with racism. Father, we thank you for those that are finally seeing some wheels of justice turn and they be have, but God, we realize that there is still so much that needs to be done. So we lift up people of color everywhere that are struggling not to have hate in their heart because of the reality that they live with. Father, we ask that you will touch our hearts and heal like only you can. Teach us to forgive, God, like like you forgave Judas, God, in the name of Jesus. Help us to do life with people. Hallelujah, from an authentic place where we know that they don't mean us any good. We thank you that you are allowing our light to so shine. Hallelujah, before men, that they may see our works and glorify you because that's the purpose. So, Father, we thank you for the ability to not only to love you, but to love people because that's what you command us to do. We thank you that you're giving us the grace to love. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. That you are giving us the grace to love those that we deem unlovable. And we thank you, God, because when somebody deemed us unlovable, you you loved us so that you commended your son, God, to die for us when we were unlovable. So we thank you, God, for the grace to give that to somebody else. Father, we lift up those that are incarcerated on this morning. And we thank you, hallelujah, for you have them in a place where you can have their direct attention. So, Father, we ask that you would do what only you can do, even in their lives. We lift up those that are falsely and wrongly incarcerated, and we're praying for justice and intervention on their behalf. God, just like you did for Paul and Silas as they sat in the jailhouse, worshiping and praising you, God, we ask that you will send intervention for all of those, God, who are losing time Oh, years of their life as they sit there wrongly incarcerated. We thank you, God, that you continue to pull the covers back up on injustice. We thank you, God, your word said that what happens in the dark will come to light. And we thank you for your light of truth being shined in different places. And we just bless your name on today. We lift up our children to you. We lift up our children's children. God, we lift up the next four generations of our bloodline to you, thanking you, God, for your mercy and your grace, even on their behalf. Father, we lift up all of the children that are in children's hospitals across this world. We lift up parents that are sitting by their children's bedside, struggling to find hope. God, we thank you because we realize that you are yet working miracles. And we thank you for even our own miracle that you give us, God, that you place us 
as a reminder that your blood still works, that you are alive and well, and that you hear us when we pray. We thank you for Josiah on this morning. We thank you, God, even for your grace that is over his life. We thank you for his willingness to testify to the goodness of Jesus. Hallelujah. Even in moments of affliction, for him to be able to say that God is yet good. We thank you for him. Father, we thank you for Dion on this morning. We thank you for the tenacity of a praying mother on this morning. We lift up all of the mothers that are praying on this morning for their children. We thank you for strength, hallelujah, to believe. We ask that you will touch every mother who has a missing child in this morning. And we ask that you will strengthen her heart towards hope, God, because as long as we're breathing, as long as you are on the throne, there is hope. So we thank you for that this morning. Father, I lift up Mona's children to you. Hallelujah. You are the God of the brokenhearted. You can encourage. Hallelujah. We know what it's like to lose something that we love. But God, I ask most of all that you would touch those two pets and help them to find their way home. Your word says that you take the foolish things and you confound the wise. It also says that you're concerned about what concerns us. So God, if those children are heart sick over the loss of their pets, I'm asking that you will give them their own testimony that God hears us when we pray and that you will allow those pets to come home. In the name of Jesus, we lift up Sister Valerie to you. She's not feeling well. We thank you, God, that your word says by your stripes that we are healed. So I ask that you would touch her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, and God, that you would regulate what's unregulated, that you would strengthen what's weakened in the name of Jesus, and that you would restore and fortify her health in the name of Jesus. Father, I also lift up Sister Sylvia, who woke up feeling like she wasn't well-rested on this morning, and I ask that you would touch her body in the name of Jesus, and that you would give her joy on that today that will carry her through, because we recognize that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So I thank you on today. I thank you for every area in our life that your grace represents peace. I thank you because your grace represents love. I thank you because your grace represents favor. Your grace is multifaceted and it has multiple functions. I thank you for every time your grace is a verb. I thank you for every time your grace is an adjective in my life. I thank you for every time your grace is a noun. God, your grace shows up in so many different ways and in so many different forms in our lives. We don't often recognize that it is your grace. So I Thank you, God, that your grace is embodied in people and that you send it and it is living and it is moving and it is an action. It is protection. God, I just thank you for grace. So as we begin to take our phones off of mute, I'm asking the victors to think about every time their grace was a blanket and it covered them. God, every time their grace was favor. God, I just thank you. Hallelujah. For every time your grace showed up as joy, every time your grace showed up as a good night sleep Hallelujah. in the midst of thank chaos. You, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you for every time your grace showed up as a bill name, that was paid. When we yes, didn't have any finances, Hallelujah. I thank you for every time your grace showed up as a good night sleep in the midst of chaos. Every time your grace showed up as a good night sleep in the midst of chaos. 
the name I thank you, God, that you're grateful. I don't see us asking you will be closing your righteousness. God, I thank you. Hallelujah, as we place our phones back on mute. Hallelujah, we do so with joy. Hallelujah, the joy of the Lord is our strength on this morning. We do so, God, with great expectation of what's to come. Hallelujah, as we get ready to transition a call to Dion, I lift her up in a special way. Hallelujah, thanking you for the grace that is over her life. Not only the grace to go through hard times and tribulations, but the grace to stand and declare your word even on this morning. So, Father, I ask for a special anointing, hallelujah, one that would make her tongue the pen of a ready writer and that would declare the goodness of the Lord, hallelujah, word that will stand both today and forevermore. So, Father, we thank you in advance for what our hearts will hear, what our ears will hear, what our hearts will receive. These blessings and all others we ask in your son Jesus' name as we place our phones on mute. Hallelujah. I mean, look down and check it. See that it's on mute. Know that you know that you know that it's on mute because I still hear movement. Father, we thank you for grace to quiet this line. Hallelujah. Dion, the call is in your hand. Hallelujah to God. Be the glory for all the things he consistently does, but more importantly, I'm so thankful for his grace. I have no words. Um, Good morning, God morning, great morning, and welcome to each of you to our Wednesday morning call for those that may have called in for the first time. I welcome you. Thank God for you and your life and pray that today's call do something down on the inside of you. I have a, a little surprise. I'm going to throw a wrench directly at your head this morning um, with an interruption of different. Uh, every now and then, God will remind me that not only are we not in control, but that he has a plan for each and every one of us. Um, today, someone who has been a part of the call. Uh, since pretty much the inception of the call, is going to take my square, and I'm I'm excited about it. Um, you all may or may not know who she is, um, but it is a testimony of process. It is a testimony of what it looks like to go through your own healing and to do your own work. It is a testimony of what sure and present grace actually looks like on so many levels. For some of you, it's going to free you. Uh, For others of you, it is going to propel you. But more importantly, um, I have a feeling that this share is going to push her into a trajectory that will be healing and cathartic for women all over the nation. Um, We operate here at a level of transparency 
that changes lives. I believe it is uh, one of the secret sauces of uh, the question I'm often asked, Dion, how do this many people still call after this many years? I have no idea. My favorite answer is, mm. but what I do know is that whether or not I ever show up, this is a place of healing and restoration. So um, today is the day we have set aside to fast. There's somebody who still doesn't have their phone on mute. I'll find you um, shortly. Uh, so we meet back here at 5 p.m. Um, I'm just saying all of this because once I hand the call over, um, Ladybug, I want you to say what it is that God has for you to say in no particular order. I know uh, I told you specifically order, uh, but don't worry about that. Give the people what God needs you to give the people to live. Um, and I want you specifically to talk about that place of shame that separated you from us for a season. I wanted to say that out loud. Um, and, and I know Holy Spirit will reveal it, but I wanted to make sure um, that you talk about what that looks like and help somebody today get free that may have just called in just to see if we still here. Yup. <laughs> that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to introduce to some and present to others, Mrs. Tiffany Allums. Tiff, it's on you. Thank you, Dion. Good morning, Grand Rising to all of you. I am sitting here shaking because I am so nervous. I have been quiet on this call for a very long time. When Declare Victory began, I called in, I said good morning. I was even a prayer, war prayer warrior on most mornings. And then I got quiet, I called in, but I didn't say good morning. I just listened. And partly because there was a lot of shame and guilt that I was dealing with that I hadn't gotten over with. And even when I was calling in not saying anything, all of a sudden I just stopped calling at all. I didn't call in at all because there was, like I said, it was just a shame that I just could not get over. And I felt guilty being on the call with strong voices and hearing stories of breakthroughs and triumphs, and I still had not found mine yet. So in a way, I felt guilty. In some ways, I was sad that I hadn't found my breakthrough, that I haven't found my healing. And I was a little angry because why wasn't I getting mine? But I knew I wasn't getting mine because I was still living my life out of order. I was still doing things that was not godly. And that was the guilt that kept me from, from calling in. And my husband once told me that when you are going through the guilt and you're going through shame, when you're going through something that you don't think God is going to forgive you for, that's when you run to him. I didn't run to him. I, I ran far away, and I tried to do things all on my own, which is completely out of order. So, and, and the first commandment is that the Lord says, I am the Lord thy God, and thou shalt have no other gods before me. 
And I knew that commandment. I knew the scriptures, but I wasn't living it. I wasn't following it. And I was not putting God first in my life. I was putting relationships and things and whatever before God. So I'm going to give you a little backstory of what has contributed to some of the struggles I've experienced growing up, as well as to my adulthood. So I'm the oldest of two children. I lived with my parents up until they divorced when I was a freshman in high school. My father was an abusive man. I watched my father hit my mother. I watched my father yell at my mother. I watched my father slam her against the wall. My father was very mean to me, but he had a very good and loving relationship with my sister. Now, I'm the oldest, so I can't figure out what it was about me that he did not love or that he did not like, but he found it in my sister. So my father was was mean, and he would not talk to me. He was not active with me. He did not come to me. Dance because anything that I did as a child, he was not a part of. Um, so that was the beginning of the first rejection of the first man in my life who I thought was going to love me. So as as I was growing up, I was a very nervous child with with stomach issues. I was a very scared child, a very shy child, and I just clammed up around anybody. The only time that I could even just lighten up a little bit was around my immediate family, my grandparents. Other than that, I was very, very, very timid. Um, I remember just walking. I would always walk with my head down. My mother would always tell me, lift your head up, lift your head up. But I was just a very frightened, scared little girl, mainly because my father did not give me that love and protection. As I grew and started developing relationships, that's when I just felt everyone that I met was going to reject me. So I worked extra hard to be liked, to be loved, and I did things out of character at times just to get that because I needed to be validated by someone. Yes, I got it from my mother. Yes, I got it from my grandparents and aunts and whatnot. But I think because I did not get it from that one man, that one first person in my life, it was like no one else could really give that to me. But yet and still, I went out looking for validation. So that filled in into uh, dating. So when I dated, we broke up. It was another form of rejection for me, and I would take it hard. When I met my husband at 17, we didn't actually hit it off at first. We did uh, date a little bit, but at the time, he wasn't looking for anything serious, but I I kind of wore him down, and we eventually started dating. But because I was so broken and so unhealed, I caused a lot of damage in that relationship. We ended up breaking up. But the one good thing that I could say about the the dating my husband at the time, we actually became friends, and that was something that I didn't get before in dating. We actually became friends. So when we broke up, he would call and check on me. Sometimes he would hang out, whatever. And and 
that was special to me because I felt like, you know, for once, someone actually really did care about me. Um, eventually, we did get back together only to break up again because, once again, I'm still not healed. I'm still suffering on the inside. I'm still waiting for my dad to call and apologize. I'm still seeking validation from anybody, anyone, to make me feel special and, and wanted. So eventually, uh, we did get married, and we had our first child early in our marriage. And when she, when Jordan came along, I started putting her before my husband. So it was my child, and it was my husband. And still, even though I, I was going to church, going to Bible study, going to Sunday school, I still was not putting God first in my life. So problems in my marriage arose very quickly, and um, I put a lot on him. I put a lot on his shoulder to make up for what my dad get, did not give me, and that actually caused a lot of uh, problems within our marriage, and we had moments where we weren't going to make it because I was ruining it just by not being healed. So. Um, eventually we had our second child. And again, I'm still putting my kids before him. I'm still hurting. I'm, and I went into a really, um, a deep depression to where I was ineffective for anyone. And I started going to, uh, therapy. And again, I'm going to church, but I'm still not letting God take over my life. So I went to therapy which isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing. But I went to therapy not seeking help from me. I went in there complaining and griping about what my husband was not giving me or doing for me. And the therapist was giving me skills and, 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 what, and things to go home and try for my husband. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was still me. And so for, for a long time, uh, my husband and I were just roommates in a house raising kids. I was bitter towards him. I wouldn't speak to him. And in my shame, I did develop a relationship outside of my marriage because that person at the time said things that I needed to hear, that I wanted to hear. And it went on for some time. And eventually, uh, you know, my husband isn't a stupid man. He he knew something was wrong because my way of, of uh, my behavior was changing. Um, I ended up telling him, uh, and we decided to try and, and work it out. We had the minister who married us come to our house and do a renewal of our vow. So, again, I'm, you know, gung-ho to make my marriage work, to be right, to do right, and not have any outside uh, relationship. But I still went into it not healed, not dealing with my struggle, with my demons, with my depression. I was still talking to the friends because it was like a piece of me wanted to hold on to that just in case my marriage didn't work out or he did not come to, um, 
I'm sorry. He, I held on to it because just in case my husband did not do the things or say the things that I needed him to do for me. Um, so that went on for some time. And we did discuss divorce. But what kept him was he did not want our daughter to go through what I went through. He wanted to be there for him. So instead of bad-mouthing me to my kids, he just told the girls to just pray for me while I went through whatever, you know, the problems that I was going through. So I ended up seeking therapy again. And this time when I went to therapy, I didn't talk about him. I dealt with me. And it helped. It, it did help. It did help. But I will say this, when the pandemic hit, when we were shut in, when we were locked in, and as bad as the pandemic is and was, it was a blessing in disguise for me because it gave me an opportunity to have a hard conversation with my husband, with my daughters. It gave me an opportunity to get still and to reconnect with God and to start putting God first. I had to get my life aligned, realigned again with God. I had to release my husband from being this superhero, this superman for me, you know, asking him to give me things that I did not get from my father, which was unfair to him. I had to do some apologizing to him. I had to do some apologizing to my daughter. And I really had to apologize to my youngest because during the time when I had an outside friendship, she came across the text, and she in turn told her older sister. And I received the longest text from my daughter, my oldest daughter, and it shook me to my core. And that was one of the first things that made me say to myself, I've got to get myself together because I'm not going to lose my daughters. I'm not going to lose my family. And that was one of the things that that propelled me to to get right and to release relationships that no longer serve me. I had to release it afraid that whatever happened between me and my husband, I was not going to have something to fall back on. Uh, to make me feel better. I had to endure the pain. I had to do a lot of crying. I had to do a lot of forgiving of myself. And when I started getting things realigned again and started putting God first and started reading my word, and I've read scriptures many of times in my past, but I tell you, when I started reading the scripture now, I can't describe the feeling, but I just felt this freedom. I felt this renewing in my life. And and when I was reading the scriptures, it was really speaking to me. And and I just felt a shift. I mean, there is a complete shift in my household in, in relationship with my husband, with my children. No, I'm not per- perfect, but I, I'm, I still have some doing to do. I still have some growing to do. But I have really found, I really feel the, felt the shift 
in my life when I started to renew my relationship with God, starting to take better care of myself. Um, now, to these days, now I just go into a quiet place. When I feel myself drifting off into my past or going too far in my future or, or start beating myself up on the things that I have, that I have done and said, I go into a quiet place and I, and I connect with God and I get quiet and I take deep breaths and I just stay focused on my, on my path to just living and being free and not being ashamed. So when I get on the call or when I'm with a prayer or if I'm praying or anything, it's not going to come from a place of guilt and shame. It's going to come from a place of finally being free, finally being free to speak up and not be afraid because all of my life I've always just been a Afraid, afraid to open my mouth, afraid that I was going to be rejected, afraid that I wasn't going to be valued or wanted. And it's a a horrible place to live your life each and every day in that kind of pain and darkness. And I had to finally get released from my dad. I had to finally say I may not ever get an apology from him. He may never come and, and, and say sorry to me. But I had to let it go. And if it comes up now, it doesn't hurt me as badly as it used to hurt me. So that's why I feel like I am finally beginning to heal. And in regards to my marriage, you know, I did a lot of damage. But Dion told me the other day that you can love a man and want to marry him, but when a man truly, truly loves you, and I used to doubt it for years, but I have no doubt that my husband loves me because he has stayed with me even when I knew he wanted to go, when he wanted to leave, because I was not being fair to him. I was not being right to him. Even though he was being a provider, he was taking care of our children, he was taking care of me. But I treated him horribly at some at stages in our marriage. And for him to still be here today, I know that that man loves me. And my prayer to God now is just that I'm 52 years old, and I've wasted a lot of time seeking validation and Seeking love and 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 wanting to be be liked and wanting to be valued, but today I am loving myself. I look in the mirror every morning. I just say, "I love you." God loves you, and I'm just really learning to appreciate myself and forgive myself. And with that, I see a whole new relationship blossoming in my marriage that I really never seen before in all the years that we've been married. So, you know, that's my story. I mean, I hope it touched someone. I mean, there is a lot more to it. I'm still, you know, going through therapy. I'm still getting closer to God and reading my word and putting him first in my life finally. And I'm I'm just feeling lighter every day. I'm feeling freer every day. And 
you know, I I could go around and put on a smile all day long, but on the inside, I'm screaming for help and dying on the inside. But today, when I smile, I feel it all the way through from the inside out. So I just thank you all for listening. I hope I didn't ramble too much. Um, and that's my that's my share. Thank you for listening when I pass the call. Hallelujah. God, God be praised. If if that was not a perfectly painted picture of what grace and restoration um, is and does in the life of a believer, I don't know um, what is. And one of the things that I believe um, God really honors and favors about this call is for real, we do life with each other and we do it in such a way, um, but it's not about judgment or trying to uh, send somebody to hell because they blew it. We all have blow it moments. Um, And if you say that you haven't or you don't, um, it would be very simple for me to say you are a liar. (laughs) Everybody's had moments and your sin may not look like Tiffany's. Your sin may not look like mine, but um, maybe you are um, a little bitter and you mean to people. Maybe you are religious and traditional and you put people in a box and you send them to hell because they have infractions. Um, We all have our stuff, but at the end of the day, where would you be if not for his grace? Where would your life have landed if not for his grace? Um, Tiffany said so much, uh, and and, um, if if it's okay for me to share, and I'm going to wait for your response, Tiff, um, just our first conversation. Um, and and I, again, I'll wait for you to respond. If it's okay for me to share? It's, it's okay. You sure? If it's not, you can say it's not. It's cool. You know what? It's out there. I'm not going to be ashamed anymore because it's my mm-hmm. truth. I did it. So you go ahead. You have my permission. Okay. Um, Tiffany and I talked a couple of years ago, and, and um, you know, one of the things, and, and I want to say this because we are producing leaders around here. We are producing people that are going to change lives and demonstrate what it looks like to walk in grace and to walk with people with the concept or the mindset of what grace really is. The word says that I've learned in all things to be content. Because his grace is sufficient for each of us. His grace is the thing that makes the difference. His grace is the reason that we can love on people in their broken places or in their sunken place, whatever that looks like. When Tiffany first shared with me, my immediate response was, oh, God can fix that. But you got to do the work. Right? You got to, that means you got to be honest. That means you got to come clean. That means you got to look at ugly, right? And a lot of us don't get our healing. And, and if you had heard Tiffany's voice in years past, even even in her, her praying, and um, somebody needs to mute their phone. Please, please mute your phone for us. Um, Tiffany doesn't even sound like the same person right now. 
because that's what freedom does. Freedom will reassess you. It will readjust you. It will realign you. When you have the capacity to receive God's love in the areas that you are trying to get it from every other place, what you'll notice is that his love is enough to fill every empty place you may ever have in your life. Um, that being said, we're going to walk into the love, life, and victory conversation. Um, and Tiffany, if you are open to asking, um, I mean, answering some questions, that would be great. Um, if if not, of course, if you guys don't have any, I'm sure somebody does. Before we do that, we're going to go ahead and open the call up for those that may have joined the call a little bit late, give you a chance to say good morning. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Who's there? Good morning, good morning Diane. This is Tara. Hey, Diane. Hey, Tara. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Carter. Good morning. God bless you. <laughs> good morning, you guys. I, I saw like four people say good morning at the same time. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy hey, Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Hey, Morgan. <laughs> good morning. This is Nezzy. Hey, Nezzy. Good morning. Good morning, Ms. Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning. This is the KKK. Can't kill a Kedra. Do it for Thank you so much. Good morning, I got Kedra. something to say after the greet. <laughs> okay. Good morning, Miss B. Hey, Miss B. Good morning. Morning, Dion, Christina. Morning, hey, Tiffany. Christina. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Jubilant. Hey, Ju. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Good morning. Morning, D. Morning, family. It's Shell. Hey, Shell. Good morning, babe. Good Great morning, morning family. Declare victory. Everything. God bless you all this morning. Hey, Brother Jeff. Good morning, Sarge. We're good. Want me straight? Whoever nine one look nine one six ten fifty one mute or say good morning. <laughs> gotcha. I got you, too. Good morning, it's Carla. Hey, Carla. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, it's Gloria's Gloria. Hey, Glow. Good morning, babe. Great morning, family. Magnificent. Hey, Magnificent. Good morning. Good morning. This is Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else? Hey, it's Dee Dee. Hey, uh, good morning. I'm in tears, Tip. I love you, cousin. <laughs> good, good morning. It's Persistent. Hey, Persistent. Good morning. Good morning, Leonia. Hey, hey, good morning, Leonia. Good morning, both you guys. Anybody else before we go into questions and comments? Amen. Um, anybody have any 
questions, comments, commentary for okay. Tiffy. Anybody? It's, it's hey, Sister uh, Dion, could we get the men out the way right quick? Ain't, ain't a whole bunch of us Absolute, on the line. Absolutely. Y'all go ahead, Jeff. I'm going to go behind Jeff. <laughs> okay. You heard me say that. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, go, go man, ahead. Hallelujah. Sister Tiffany, thank you so much. Oh, hallelujah. I know you helped some folks this morning because uh, you helped me. You know, I was so angry and hurt with my father. Now, now my father wasn't in the household. At least you had your father for, you know, up until your teenage years. I wish my father would have been in the household and him and my uh, mother separated late, you know, in my teenage years. But let me tell you this. The rejection and the hurt and the pain that I experienced in the relationship that I had with my father, you know, there was a time when 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 he made my mother cry when when he was he I, I guess I, I was still in elementary at the time and he was supposed to be there for us for a particular time and he he wasn't and that's the first time I saw my mother cry because he hurt her and you know, you hurt my mom you hurt me so at that time. You know, the pain was so deep, and I got so angry and so resentful that uh, my grandmother had to speak in, over me and like, look, okay, that's still your father, whoop, whoop this and whoop, whoop that. And, okay, I, I got past that particular moment. But then time continued, right? And I guess... um I think I was around about 14 or 15. I'm still yearning and hungering for my father's love and that, that connection, that bond, right? Uh, I got so angry and so fed up to where that I said, okay, God, I don't know who I was speaking to. I was angry, and I said, forget him right i just i just gave up on ever uh, having that relationship with my father right i'm like 14 15 years of age and i just went to the streets right and you know how that turned out and you know it's it's like those those traumatic childhood experiences it takes years for us to break free and gain some some healing, you know, to where that we can move forward and be healthy, productive uh, adults ourselves. So I want to say thank you, you know what I'm saying, because I was listening closely, and you and you 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 spoke the fact that you like 52 now. And you just now getting that breakthrough, being able to release the hurt and the pain that you experienced from your father. Oh, my God. Thank you for your transparency. You know, because I was listening closely and I was following. I was like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I could see why we choose to live the way we have lived Stemming from our early childhood trauma. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you. 
Ah, you helped some folks this morning. Oh, thank you. That's thank all I you. got. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you. Hey, so, Tiff, this is your cousin. Mm-hmm. I am over here shaking, and I'm so proud of you because you are so – remember, we talk so much, and just to hear you, like Dion says, your sounds change, your growth change. Um, Billy still ain't my favorite cousin, and you know why. But just so fast. <laughs> That when you talked about that father, and we we all can relate to that, that goes into aces. Because if we don't heal from that stuff, then we we won't be good wives. We won't be good mothers. We'll have all the stuff that you shared. But what frees us, and I'm so grateful for Declare Victory, and I'm so grateful how Dion just has navigate, helped us navigate through this. Both of us, with our husbands having the same birthdays and being first cousins, we both have daddy issues, but mine aren't the same as yours. But what I really will say is that when you open your mouth and you share, you help people heal. And transparency is what it is, cousin. So I'm so, I feel like a like a parent. Not that, you know, I'm older than you by a year, but just you're, you're free. You, you're so free. And I'm so super duper proud of you. I love you so much, and and, and I got you. You know that I, I got you. Whatever you need, just thank you for sharing that because somebody other than me got freed on this morning. Keep going and keep growing. I love you, cousin. I love you too. Hallelujah. Thank you. Love you so hey, much. Tiff. Hey, Tiff. Hey, this is Bubbly. Hi, Bubbly. Ooh, wow. I'm like floored. And, 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 and because I remember when I did my first declaration and I put my life out there about, you know, my attempts and my issues and all of that stuff. And I remember at the end of the um, conversation, you had texted me. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. And um, I was just like, wow. I was just like, you know, I feel so that somebody else got touched. And somebody else, you know, understood or just may have helped them in another different type of way. What you said today, like I said, I've been on the call. So I I know about, you know, the bad things and all that. Because I never realized that daddies are supposed to be our first love, our first intention, person who shows what that looks like. So and what to right. look for, look for and not to look for. So I'm just grateful. I'm not even gonna go down the long draw on our road. I am so proud. I'm like I'm like Didi. I was over here like, wow. I see where you know, I can hear your, the sound. Not the same tricky. I'm not even as far as when you um say good morning or hey or whatever. You can hear the joy in your voice. And I'm just so Thank super God. proud of you. I'm so super proud of you <laughs> because. You helped me in a way you just won't even understand, and I don't want to be start crying again. But you gave me hope <laughs> on what's going to look like, and no matter what, whatever you're looking for, you got to you got to find it in God first, and He will direct the way. Amen. He will direct the way. And I love you, baby. And if Amen. you ever need to chit chat with me, you know how to get me. <laughs> I love you, girl. Yes, I do. You, I love you too, you, lovely. Thank you. You, you grow, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Growing. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. I love you. I love you. Hey, too. sister. This is Valerie. Hey. So I got I got this Hi, to Valerie. say. <laughs> Own your truth and rise. You have blessed the masses. You have 
you have opened up so many doors for people to just be free. So I've seen the glow. I've seen the growth. And you, we've talked a little bit. So God bless you on this journey. God is going to use you in a most profound way. He already has, and he'll continue to do so. I love you. Got a lot more to say, I but I, I actually already wrote you a little book. So check your messages. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love you. <laughs> Hey, good morning, Tiffany. My name is Kedra, and you know Jesus? You know Jesus, girl. We've been made it. <laughs> but I just want to say, <laughs> yeah, we just related. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Thank you very, very, very much. Your um, your share has encouraged me this morning. Um, everything that you talked about from your dad to your marriage to your children, um, to being in a dark place, it has encouraged me. And for me, it's not about me. It's about what I received from what you said. But just to be a little transparent right now, my daddy gave me my first my first dozen of roses. And, you know, so there, that's where I place an expectancy on every man that I interacted with. Um, but to God be the glory that it worked out, you know, that he, that that Romans eight twenty eight all things work out for the good of those that love the Lord because like we're predestined and he already knows the plans and the thoughts that he has for us and just speaking that word over our life and operating it and living your life out loud. So I thank God for declare victory. And um, I love me some Dion, the radical midwife Jackson. And um, I thank God yeah. for you. Thank you for sharing. Thank I just thank you for everything. You know, and I and I cont- and continue peace and blessings in throughout your life. That's all. Amen. Thank you for the encouragement. Love you. Love you too. But Jesus loves us the most, right? Yes, He does. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. It's Christine again. Um, Tiffany, I just want to say thank you. Dion, thank you for giving her the opportunity to speak her truth. And Tiffany, thank you for opening your mouth and releasing your sound. Um, you have blessed me and several several people, and I'm sure people who listen to the playback will be blessed from this. And I hear I hear so much in your testimony. Um, but the one thing I wanted to say to you is um I feel the fact that you fell in love with yourself. And and that blessed me so much because you just have no idea how how much your journey was identical to my own. And I just thank you for sharing your truth. And I love you. I love you, too. Thank you so much. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Hi. Um, wow. But I, I, I just want to say thank you also for your declaration. And, you know, this is my first time hearing your sound. And, so I, you know, I have enough experience. But one thing I could say is, what you I, I related so much all the way through, even though I had my dad. But see, one thing I realized, you know, we could still um, develop um, insecurities and issues. You know, even having your dad right there. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. even listening to that of how you even were saying about putting God first, and that just keep on sticking because no matter what. That's um, that's why I keep on, um, when I'm not doing that, and let me be very frank, you know, keep on finding ways to still hold on to certain things that you know is not right. So for me, that's what I heard and I got 
explain your testimony. You know what I'm saying? He was, you know, not putting him first. And he was, we were, even though it was a relationship, you know, in that field with me, you know what I'm saying? I'm letting, keep on saying I'm letting me go. But, you know, you got to truly let go of it and trust God. And, and um, that's why I got so much out of yours. That's the freedom. And just trusting no matter what happens, you know, in, with, with him or even with me. But, you know, not just, you know, it's just, I got so much out of it. And I thank you for your testimony. And I, I, I just say thank you so much, sister. You're so very welcome. It was freeing to share, I tell you. <laughs> hey, and good I, morning. I, I, I'm just saying, uh, good morning. This is Tanya, not Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Uh, Tiffany, I am in awe of God's grace. And I am, a, wow, I'm in awe of the metamorphosis that I've been able to watch over these years. Um, I used to say to myself, why is she so timid? But we just never know. And this scripture just popped in my mind. He that covers, and that means she too, but he that covers his sins shall not prosper. And wow. it is amazing when we are ready to do the work. There's a simple solution but, but what happens is, for, for some people, is that the fear grips us and the shame and the guilt and all those negative feelings, those negative emotions, grip, they terrorize us. And so we, 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 we are more comfortable with the fear and the icky place that we're in than stepping out of it and letting go because that's an area of comfort. As madness, mm-hmm. as maddening as it might be, Right, it's an area of comfort that mm-hmm. we become used to, and so to do right. anything outside of that, even though you know you're intelligent, you you're listening to the word, whatever, all those things, it doesn't even matter. Nothing will change until we're ready to show up to participate in the rescue. Right, it's just nothing. <laughs> you can keep coming to this call. You can keep hiding behind your silence. You can go to church. Well, you can't because then I really opened up yet, but it's getting ready to open up. You can do all those things. You can go to therapy until you're ready to show up and participate in your rescue. Nothing Hi. really happens. And Tiff, I said to Dion, that is not no Tiffany. That is, no, it's not. <laughs> Man, you stood flat footed. So here's. Here's something else I want you to remember, not that you'll get a big head behind it, because I'm sure the enemy tried to play you out of um, sharing your truth. So what's going to happen is, oh, yeah. is that this you're going to remember this platform and you're going to remember the love that you received and the many people on this line who shared how you blessed them, right? You're going to remember that. And I want you to use this as a stepping stone because this is not going to stop. Um, I see you absolutely, Valerie. You listen to what Valerie said. You know she got that word in her. Um, I see. I I I can't wait to read the book because it needs to come. I can't wait to be a part of some of the zooms and the live events that you do because they're necessary. There are so many men and women that have faced similar situations, and not even for those that. You know, um, so the other part of the other facet of it is helping dads to know 
how important their yeah. role is. Because, uh-huh. you know, you uh-huh. got to see women that are out there. And I'm not talking about the women that's doing doing everything that you know and you're just not getting support. I'm not talking I'm talking about the women and not even on this call necessarily, who feel like they don't need a man, they could do it all by themselves. Sweetie, that's a lie. You, you are a living example of how important it is for children to have a relationship with their father because there's a missing component. And I'll stop there, but I just wow, my I can just imagine God walking around, getting up off his throne, walking around heaven, popping his suspenders or popping his collar, and him and Jesus doing a high fire, bumping their fists about, look at our girl, look what she did. (laughs) Oh, man, it makes me feel so good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate your words, your encouraging words. I love you. Mm Mm-hmm. Good morning. Oh. This is Tarina, the finisher. Oh. <laughs> can you hear me, Tiffany? I can hear you. Good morning. Oh. Sister, 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 you were sharing my story <laughs> from the beginning wow. to the end. Similar, similar, similar. Wow. wow. Thank you for opening up. Thank you for opening up to share your story, to share your truth, your transparency. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. God bless you. It was me. God bless you too. Love you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Anybody? Amen. I heard two people. Hey. Okay. One is okay. Gloria. And I'll, I'll go ahead. And who else? She Gloria. Lisa. Okay. So so listen. So it's Lisa, Gloria, and Shell. So that means we, we can't tell novels because it's three three people in the row. So go ahead, Miss Lisa, Gloria, and then go ahead. Good morning. I'm sitting back listening and uh Tiffany, your story is Similar to my story, I didn't have my father in my life. When he was there, he beat my mom. And um, I watched that as a kid. And I was fearful to even speak it. And the mother that I was not to my children, I left them with my mom to raise. And I have asked God for forgiveness. But I haven't forgiven myself the other day because. I'm angry most of the time, but I'm trying to get closer to God. Really, I am. But you say it a lot. This is why you can't break through because you're still holding on to the past. When you said you gave it to God, I take it back. I give it to him. I take it back. And I need to encourage me to do the work. I got to do the work. Or else I'm not completely going to be closer to God. And if that makes any sense, I'm just thankful and grateful because I was fearful to even tap in. I'm listening and I was like, you got to speak it. I got to speak it. Because if it did, I haven't forgave. So, and I thank you so much uh, that I can do this. I just have to do the work. And, and, and if it means therapy, I haven't been to therapy. I have been in uh, abusive relationships, um, and now that I'm 
seven years cleaning and I don't have anyone in my life but my children. I'm trying to make up for the loss and for the time and I can't you can't, I I can't try to um, you know, we have to work through me and my daughter and my son is deceased. Um, that she had to, I had to ask her for forgiveness because my mom raised her and him and I was back in their lives by when they were like thirteen. I was on drugs late in the night. I was just scared was scared. Just stuffing this stuff inside of me. But I say I want God to be closer to him and I and, and, and it just made me that you're not gonna get that right to be still. That's why I'm angry. That's why I'm trying to make up when you can't it can't get those years back, but I go forward and I'm just asking you questions. How do I go forward and doing the work and uh ask the God for the grace with the strength to let go and then ask and work it without with my daughter because you know she's kind of snapping with I, I get angry. Why are you telling your mother? You don't talk to me. Wait a minute. You haven't even been there. surrendered 
So that was huge right there. And I don't want to forget the fact that your husband stood by you. So thank God yeah. for him as well, because it takes, uh, when we come into, uh, into unity, it takes, those vows aren't something that we say on that day. It's a process that happens. Um, and it doesn't matter who's going through what. It's a matter of saying I do to each other. So I also, um, you know, I thank God for um, him being able to stand because a lot of times we don't understand and we throw in the towel because of something that the other one has going on. But I thank God that you sought him um, and is continuing to seek him um, and just keep pressing, sis. I, I, you said a lot. You said a lot. And I thank God for your testimony. So lifting you up and you have encouraged me today. So thank God for you. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Uh-oh, go ahead, beloved. Oh, good morning, everybody. I hope this comes out right. Uh, beloved Barb was not so beloved in her earlier days. Um, I did not get love from mom or dad. So that made me very angry coming up. And I wasn't timid. I was one to just fight the world behind it. I was uh, just always angry. At five years old, I was on nerve medication. So what I dealt with was molestation in my life and a mother who turned her head and was unnurturing. But the testimony for me is today. Because today, God is so good in not letting me have anger about what went on. I look back over that, and, and after I was angry for such a long period of time, I realized that they'd done the best they could with what they had. And I'm not angry about that. And God sends me so much love for, I'm telling you, every area from strangers Every day I get a Jesus hug. God loves me so much, and I am so glad and so thankful that he loves me, and he lets me know in my singleness. In the times when I get lonely, he lets me know that he's still there. And I love him, and I want to encourage everybody. I've been through a lot, and I am feeling the love of the Lord. Thank you so much. Praise God. Beautiful. Good morning. This is Prosper. Good morning. I love your declaration. Good morning. I loved your declaration this morning, your share. Um, One of the things I really liked when you were talking about, um, I appreciate it, that you were speaking about how you were on the call and then slowly you would listen to the call. You got to the point where you would just listen. You wouldn't say good morning and then you would just listen. Um, And then... I don't know if you said that after a while you were not on the call anymore, but, you know, we've all, I mean, I, I think many of us have been through this, that with the Lord when we have like a lifelong walk with God that sometimes will go away. But 
I just appreciate so much how God is so loving and how when you talked about when you opened his word, no matter how many times you've read that scripture, I'm paraphrasing what you said, that you just got some a beautiful, something just so beautiful from the Lord when you went back to seeking him. Um, it was just so beautiful and it is um, just kind of tagging on to what beloved Barb said to just God's love is just so amazing. And I just love that you, you went back and you're seeking God again. You're seeking him first and um, he's going to continue to love on you. And I'm going to keep you lifted in prayer. So thank you so much for your word today. It was a blessing. Thank you. God bless you. Love you. Appreciate it. Hey D, is it okay for me to share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So, so, um, so Tiffany, you opened a you opened a gate, you opened a door. Um, and this is what I want to say to. I hope you everybody just listen, listen with your heart too. So there, there. I feel the weight and the heaviness on the call. Um, the weight and the heaviness being that there are several of you on the line that want to be free. You want to get past the hurt that you're feeling. You you want to release. You want to let go. But what you have experienced in your life is so, it, it appears so weighted, so heavy that you can't make the step towards being free. But what I hear the Lord saying, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase this scripture, come to me, all of you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Tiffany is an example of the rest that you too can have if you make a step in faith. Your story may not be hers with, you know, the way that it was, but there may be some similarities based upon um, what you did here. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. What, 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 today's call was designed to help you get free. But there's a process, and you can get the help on this line if you're willing to do the work. Come to me, all of you that are heavy laden, means meaning, meaning that you are you are you are heavy with pain and hurt and disappointment and frustration, all those things that keep you bound. Jesus, that's a promise that Jesus will give you rest. Back to you, Dion. Hello. Hey, this is Moxie. Um, I don't know if you are about to chime in, but you want. Oh no, I, 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 I am. Hold on one second, Mona. I'll let you speak right after this. Okay. Just on the heels of what Tony okay. said. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was muted. So, so Tiff, that's your phone making all that background noise. Just FYI, mute oh. for just a second for me. So, with what Tanya just said. Um, I, I'll do this just as acknowledgement because the, the Bible says this, we overcome by the words of our testimony and the blood of the lamb. A testimony is not a silent prayer request. 
it is a declaration um, that you acknowledge something is a thing. I'm sure with what Tiffany said and the manner in which she shared it, especially as it relates to um, father wounds, you know, for those that um, got daddy issues. And the reality is when you have daddy issues, it is almost impossible to receive the love of the father to full capacity, to full strength. Because in our mind, we've had this conversation multiple times, in our minds, we equate God's love to who our father was or was not. So for somebody who has major abandonment issues, you've never been connected to your father. You've always felt rejected or abandoned by your father or abused by your father and in some cases mother until you do the work of forgiving them right where they are if you never get an apology if you never get full acceptance if you never experience their love for you the way you feel like you need it you have to forgive that place that's part of doing the work and you got to do it authentically that's part of doing the work you got to do it from a place of brokenness because in his um, strength, we are made strong. So it means that we have to present our weakest self. Listen, God, um, I suck at loving you back because I don't know what it feels like to be loved by a father. So for some of you, that's the weight that you feel. Um, for some of you, it's going to require that you acknowledge that that is a deep, dark pain. And you gotta do it in such a way that the expectation is that ultimately you get healed and delivered so you can live your best life. So for some of us, we're 50 and older. For some of us, we're younger. Our hope is that by the time um, it is time for the full manifestation, the full weight of who you are to be revealed that you've done the work of forgiving what to some may feel unforgivable. So if there's anybody on the line, we're going to start the work today because this will give Holy Spirit permission to impede upon your comfort to get you to a place of freedom and liberty. I need you to say out of your mouth audibly, that's me. I got, I got daddy issues. That's me. That's me. I, it was me one, once upon a time. I had daddy and mama issues. It was me. And I had to forgive it from where I was at. So on the count of three, if it's you, you don't have to say your name. We just doing this as a sign to the enemy. I'm not going to live my life bound another day. I don't have to. I can be free right now today when I see, receive God's love in that place of brokenness that I keep trying to cover up with bad relationships, with addictive behaviors, with promiscuity, with bitterness with frustration so on three if that's you just open up your mouth and acknowledge that it's you and then expect god to push you into a place of doing the work so one two and a three me that's me me. Okay. That's me that's me yep <laughs> Is, is that it? That was only a couple of people. Some some other folks just lying right now. Is that you? One, let's do it again. Two, and a three. Me. It's me. me. 
It's me. Me. It's me. If you whispered it, I need you to say it like you got an attitude. That's me. It's, it's me. I, I gotta, I, it's me. I need you to say it like you want to be heard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Our parents yeah. didn't get what they needed, so they couldn't give me what I needed. Yeah, that's all. That, that's that's it. So before we go, we're we're going to pray, but but I want to say this, and I need you to hear my heart right here. If you would embrace the reality that nothing is personal, because for real, people always only give you what they have. Mm. They don't mean no harm. They don't mean to hurt you. Um, mm. and, and, and in most cases, they don't know how to be healed themselves. So you're mm. asking them to give you something they never had. Right? And, and, and always keep this in mind. You never know what somebody is going through and what makes a person who they are and why they're angry and why they're bitter and why there's so much to people. But if you give yourself permission to let folks off the hook, it will free you. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Okay? Forgiveness is for you. All right, that said, Moxie, go ahead. Um, before we end, we will pray. But go, go, oh, wait, go ahead, Tanya, before Moxie. And then, so Tanya's going to go, and then Mona, and then we'll, um, if there aren't any more questions or comments, we'll pray. Go ahead, Tanya. So um, just, uh, just to make what Dion said, um, to give you an analogy of what that looks like, right? So you don't have to think about it in the abstract. I want you and I want you to think about what you have in your checking account. All right? Get that get a ballpark figure. Now, here's what I want you to hear. I come to you and I say, sis or brother, um, I need five million dollars. I need five million dollars. And I need it from you. And I need it now. And you say I don't have $5 million to give you. Like, that's ridiculous that you would even ask me that. I don't I don't have that kind of money. Somebody on the call might, but for, let's just say the majority of us. $5 million. Well, but I say to you, but I need it. And you say to me, but I don't have it. And I say to you, but I really need it. And I need you to give it to me. And again, you say, I don't have it. So I call you next week. And I say, I need the $5 million. Where is it? And you're like, I don't have $5 million to give you. I don't have it. If I had it, I'd give it to you. I don't even know where to get my hands on that. I don't have it. The analogy is this. When we expect things from people that they can't give, it's the same thing. They don't have, just because they're a parent or a grandparent or an uncle or aunt doesn't mean they have the capacity. It's not your fault that they don't have it. They just don't have it. So with me and my asking you to give me, give me $5 million, I'm going to stop asking you now because now I realize you don't have the capacity. I need to figure out a way to, um, I, I need to go, I need to stop. I'm still going to love you. It hasn't changed. You see my point? I hope they don't 
these people that you're holding hostage, they may even be deceased now. They didn't or they do not have the capacity to give you something, but your Father in heaven has the capacity to give you everything that you need. That's the analogy that changed my life. That's the analogy that led me free my mama. That that same analogy when when the Lord painted that picture for me, I didn't understand, but it helped me to see that I was asking for something that was not available, which is absolutely ridiculous. This the part that I know. If she had it, she would have gave it to me because she loved me. So go ahead, Moxie. You know something, since you you guys pretty much um, said it, but this is what I've been hearing. And even like on, um, I'm on our line with um, Gloria, where we do conform to his image. And, but I, 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 and um, the Archer Circle, but what I've been hearing all week is the surrender. And, um, Rochelle, I, I, you just popped up in mind. I, I know you know what I mean. We've been on this. So right now, that's even what I heard on throughout the call, even with the testimony from, from Tiffany, it's the surrendering. So this is re-surrender, you guys. Even when it's uncomfortable, I'm talking to myself because that's when I take a step back because, you know, um, Tanya, you were just talking about that. Let's re-surrender and, and, and know and know God, he, he, he's with us, and he's going to get us to the other side. I'm sorry. I just wanted to, to tap back in and speak on the surrendering, but you guys pretty much have said it in different ways. That's all. Thank you. Amen. Good stuff. Amen. Well, listen, I think that um, I'm, I'm absolutely going to pray, but I think that we opened up something. Um, my My prayer is, that we start walking into the liberty wherewith we were saved. We start walking into freedom on a whole nother level. Freedom that becomes contagious because we are willing to receive God's forgiveness. And while we absolutely, um, you know, we, we say and we hear, I need to forgive myself, really, you don't, you don't even have to do that. If you would receive God's forgiveness, you being forgiven is all inclusive. It's like a package deal. And so for those that that said, it's me, it's me, it's me, we're just going to pray a prayer really quickly. And, And while I'm praying, keep your phone on mute and you say to God what you need him to heal. You say it. I'm going to pray, but I need you to stay on mute. And I need you to use your own self-words and tell God where you are angry, where you are frustrated, where you need to forgive, all the different locations that you find yourself in. And then as soon as I finish praying, we are going to praise and from a place of thanksgiving as if to say it is already done. Right before I do that, here. Before we go into prayer, do you have any closing comments? I just thank everyone for listening. I, I'm, I'm just touched that my story related to 
some that they were able to, uh, you know, receive something from it. And I just feel, you know, I feel free. I, I, I'm, I'm just thankful, and I'm thankful that you pushed me or you to, to come on here and share my story and to open up my mouth and to tell my truth. And I, and I just love and thank each and every one of you for your encouraging words. And I just pray that we all can, can, can be healed and live free from our uh, daddy mama issues. So I love you all, and I just thank you. And I just wanted to say this is um, jubilant. Um, Tiffany, that was a beautiful testimony, and it made me think about my uh, relationship with my dad my dad, um, I had a really good relationship with my dad. It's just that he was taken too soon. And it really, even at three and a half, affected my life for for the, for a great part of my life. And like you said, you know, I had, I had the anger issues of him leaving. Um, and I was angry with God about it. And it was just like, you know, I just saw myself walking through the same process you walked through. I had to really come to terms after my first marriage that it wasn't him, it was me. <laughs> you know, I had my own issues I brought to the relationship. And it wasn't until I was able to look at myself and realize that, first of all, I'm not greater than God. Because he, he, we had that conversation when he said, when, when, I, when he, I, I read a scripture about him, the scripture when he was talking about being on that cross, and the last thing he said was, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he, then he said to me, you know, who am I to feel like I can't forgive? You know, am I greater than him? And when I thought about that, then it made me start really looking at myself. And that my journey was kind of the same as yours. I began to do counseling and everything. And because of allowing myself to be liberated and allowing God to take, you know, the Holy Spirit to take root and to step out of myself and allow myself to love no matter how far it went, no matter how deep it cut. Um, that's what allowed me. That's where I was able to receive my husband. He brought my husband to me, you know, but I had to come to that place to where I just, you know, just let everything go and just really run to my father and just let him love on me because I had been running for so long. But that testament was so beautiful. It just really also testament to just listening to your relationship with your husband. You know, I looked at him as in, in a sense of having the father's love. I just kept seeing God through your whole testimony. So I just wanted to say that um, it was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Praise Absolutely. God. Very good. Very good. All right, guys. So, Father, it's in the name of Jesus that we come saying thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for your loving kindness, for it's better than life. Thank you that you are uh, El Roy God. You're a God that sees us. You know exactly where we are, exactly what we're experiencing. And because you feel our infirmities, we thank you that we can come to you um, with open hearts and open minds and with our truth and stand firm knowing that you are faithful and just to hear us and to forgive us of all of our unrighteousness, of all of our iniquities. And God, I thank you that because you are Abba uh, and that you're not a man on, on any level, you're not a man, but you are the God of our salvation. You are the source of our strength. You are life. 
and life more abundantly. And so today, Father, I come standing in the gaps of those that still have areas of forgiveness for all of us where we've not uh, met the mark when it comes to extending the same grace we expect from you. And I pray, oh God, that you would begin to open up the chambers of our heart in every single dark place. We thank you that because Psalms 119, 130 says the entrance of your word gives life and adds understanding that you are breathing fresh life, Numa, into us. You are giving us a new identity through the truth of your word, through the transparency of our testimonies. God, that you are restoring that which the temple worm attempted to destroy. I pray that every person under the sound of my voice has the courage to use their words to declare to the enemy, this is the last day that they'll be bound by historical sins, iniquity, things in our bloodlines in times past, the moments where we've not been cared for the way we emotionally felt like we needed to. God, get the glory in that area. Begin to restore it with your love because your blood that never runs dry is that which covers all of our sins and places us in front of you as victors. We thank you, Father, that because we are uh, seated in heavenly places, God, that you will begin to manifest your power in our thinking, that because we have the courage to confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that because you are our Savior, we have action and access to freedom. I pray, oh God, that those that have been holding on and harboring hostage situations with loved ones and those that may not have had the capacity to love them and nurture them. God, that we will begin to release them and do the work of forgiving the things that caused us trauma and pain. I thank you, Father, that our lives are already etched in the heavens, that heaven's books have already been written of us. I thank you that as we begin to release people, as we begin to come clean with you and tell you where we are, to not that you don't know already, but when we own where we are, when we own what we're going through, when we own and stand in the fact that we have pain and brokenness that we're trying to operate on the top of, God, that you would begin to help us to agree with what is written in heaven in such a way that our desperation for freedom becomes greater than our need to be comfortable. God, restore our thinking to heavenly posts. God, give us a mind to chase hard and fast after you. Give our prayers, God, that are some prayers of the righteous. Give our prayers power to ascend beyond standard places and move into the trajectory of healing postures. God, give us our spiritual GPS. Light it up, Lord God. Locate us in the spirit. Help us to move beyond that comfortable place of the pity pat prayers and help us to just have conversations with you that revolutionize our now. I thank you, Father, that because we have the ability to come to you and to be honest with you, to be transparent with you, that because we have the courage to to do so. You keep your promises. God, I thank you in advance. I accept 
expect healing and deliverance. I expect transformation and transition as we move into prominence and purpose because it's what you predestined us for. And God, even as we close this prayer, we open up our mouths and we just begin to worship you and thank you in advance. God, we may not see the manifested power today, God, but I believe that you're going to blow somebody's mind today with the level of freedom that they will experience because they opened up their mouths and confessed, I'm bitter, I'm angry, I'm broken, I feel this, I feel that. Do it like you've done it for me. Do it like you've done it for Tiffany. Do it like you've done it for so many of us. In the name of Jesus. And we all took our phones off mute and say whatever it is that you say as you God, we bless you. Thank you, God. 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 Th
handle it. Stop running from it. Where it hurts, press in and watch what he does on the other side. Amen. 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 Right. And she wanna see it. She's like, fuck it. I'm gonna stop it. I'm not gonna do that too.
Hello?
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared It's time. 